Welcome to the Pokes Podcast, the official podcast of OSU's College of Arts and Sciences. I'm Jay Dudley, a graduate student here in CAST. Today we're talking with Azaria Lang, a fellow OSU student in celebration of Black History Month. Well, good evening, everyone. My name is Jay Dudley. I am a master's student here at Oklahoma State University. I'm studying my mass communications with the emphasis in brand communications. And tonight here, I have Miss Azaria here. If you want to introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Azaria. Some of you guys may know me as Z. I'm double majoring in political science and psychology with a minor in law and legal studies. And I am a senior here at OSU. But yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. All right, so it's Black History Month, and obviously this is a really big time for both of us. How do you celebrate that? Really? If I'm being honest, I celebrate Black History Month all year round. Whether that be I'm sharing a famous black quote or I'm sharing a clip from my favorite black movie or yeah. it doesn't matter, or I'm listening to my favorite black artist. So yeah. Pretty much, I mean, my way to show, um, you know, just awareness and celebration and um, just some type of attention for Black History Month is just really just um, giving praise to our elders, mm-hmm. um, celebrating those who paved the way for us, um, especially in the year of 2024. So, I mean, just in a variety of ways, um, listening to music, um taking walks, um, just a variety of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know you're from Texas. And what part of Texas are you from? Arlington. All right, so you're from Arlington. Yeah. What element of your past there do you bring up here that kind of makes that black history and that black empowerment <clears throat> come up here? That is a very loaded question. <laughs> we can unload it. Uh, I got you, though. Um, but it's a good question because... I feel like I'm one of few of the black community Mm -hmm. just who's not afraid to stand up for their community, Mm -hmm. stand up for themselves, and also just stand up for what they believe in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because what I've learned in my four years here at Oklahoma State is that there are different types of black people. Right. (laughs) Um, And when looking at that, you have the black people who are like me, who are very type A. Um, They have all their stuff together. They stand up for whatever they believe in. They know who to talk to. They have connections. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then you have the other type of black who, you know, may may not be as knowledgeable as everybody else, you know, but maybe understands one thing, and agrees with that, but maybe not something else. So maybe just somebody who really doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, like so there's people that are kind of, you would say, like that are in the mix, very involved, yeah. versus those that you don't really see that much. Definitely. And then you have, like, the type of black who doesn't care about anybody else but themselves, and they just make themselves look good. But you, I'm trying to think of a way, like, to put this in your guys' perspective because there have been times where me me as a black student, I've tried to reach out to a multicultural org or a multicultural um, organization here on OSU's campus, and they said, like, you know, we're here for the students, we care about the students, but when a student reaches out and they mm-hmm. actually try to get your help, you push them away or you're... Um, you're not you're not truthful with them. And so basically we were just I was led wrong by a very well known um multicultural organization here on Oklahoma State's campus. Mm. And it's just been very hard to 
trust again. But I'm sorry. I know we got off track. <laughs> no, it's okay. So, like, that was kind of one of the first experiences you had here, and that kind of set the tone of where do I go from here? It was very hard, especially mm-hmm. because I'm a COVID baby. So I got here in 2020. Okay. So when I got here, there was nobody here. Classes were, all the cl- classes that I was taking were, um, what was it? It was optional if you wanted to come in person. So okay, I could gotcha. literally go to all of my classes on Zoom if I wanted if to. If you wanted to. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was the type of student, I'm going to every class. I'm going to be there on time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to understand what's going on in my classes. Um, but also it was COVID. So it really wasn't that mm-hmm. first year college experience. Um, gotcha. So, but yeah. So since then, that first year when you came here in 2020 versus to now, how do you, have you felt like, since things have kind of become more open up again and COVID has gotten less and less bigger on campus and whatnot, mm-hmm. how would you compare like from 2020 to now in 2024 in the spring? Yeah, I'm the president of a multicultural org. It's called OK State State United. And some of the things in our mission statement that we stand for is inclusion, diversity, mm-hmm. um, and leadership. Um, and basically our main goal is to bring all cultures and races here on Oklahoma State's campus together. Mm-hmm. And while doing that, we are also activists for those students who cannot stand up for themselves. Gotcha. And so we try to reiterate that everywhere we go, whether that be an event or um, some type of general body meeting or exec meeting. So with that, you know, for Black History Month, we always celebrate Black History Month in a big way. And we have something called Blackout Week coming up. Mm -hmm. And so one of the main ways um, I was saying earlier that we celebrate Black History Month is this march. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with the Black History Month march, we'll have somebody come out and sing the Black National Anthem. We're going to have speakers come out and talk about well-known people in Black history. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also trying to see if I can get some type of performance, whether that be, um, I'm in a D9 sorority, Zeta Phi Beta Mm sorority incorporated, and so I'm trying to see if I can get somebody from the D9 to come out to perform or maybe even some dancers or something. I don't know, just something. Yeah. And so we always try to make Black History Month, this Blackout Week, a big thing because, mm-hmm. yeah, we celebrate Black History Month in February, yeah. but this we're black all day, every day. You know, we're not yeah. just black in, in February. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, <laughs> That would yeah. be crazy, right, if we yeah. were just black only in February. But so it's like this is an all-day, everyday thing. Like this is just life, everyday yes. life. You're not, you're not just waking up one day black and then one day you're a different color. No, this is every day. So that's just one, you know, one main way that I feel that OSU has done a good job at showing and expressing and celebrating Black History Month since I've been here in, uh, since the year of 2020. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that really just takes the next question that I had for you. What event or what events in the past? You can either talk mm-hmm. about an event from the past or from right now that you're looking forward to that speaks to you as a black student here or during Black History Month. So one, the main one, of course, the one I've been saying is the March. Yes. I'll say why this one is like um, special to me and then I'll go to the next event. Okay. So the March I'd have to say is special to me because... Literally, the second semester of my freshman year was around the same time the George Floyd and the Breonna Taylor situation had happened. Mm -hmm. And during this time, like, I'm a freshman, you know, I'm young, I'm from from Texas, I'm coming to Oklahoma, so I don't know anybody. 
And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Like, all I hear is shouting, like, you know, people saying George, talking about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. And so long story short, the group was OK State Stand United. And they were basically protesting um, and marching for George Floyd and uh, Breonna Taylor because they had just, you know, had that situation with the police. And literally, when I when I saw and I heard all of this, I was on my way to a um, a bass lesson because I used to be in symphony orchestra here mm-hmm. on on campus, yeah. and I literally ended up like emailing my instructor and was like, "Hey, I'm not." coming today you know what I'm saying like I'm not going to my my uh private lesson um I had something come up and literally I stayed there during that march Mm -hmm. and I listened to what they had to say and we marched and we took pictures you know what I'm saying and we Mm -hmm. made awareness um to the situation that had happened yeah so that's why the march for me is it's like it's yes an event yeah we're celebrating Black History Month but this is like this is real life right so um so the march and then the other event is the Mr. and Miss Black OSU pageant that happens uh, every year in February I actually competed in the pageant two years ago okay in the year that I competed, it was it's actually the highest, I want to say it's the highest number of contestants that have competed here at OSU. Mm-hmm. We were going to have uh, seven girls and two guys, but our guys ended up dropping out. Yeah. But basically, this pageant is a way for black people to express our culture Mm -hmm. so we have something so there are different categories in the pageant so you'll have like the culture where you'll have the talent portion you'll have the extraneous question and each um each category just symbolizes some type of blackness some type of black culture Mm -hmm. and so i think that's just another way black people can show how to express themselves here on uh, osu's campus so I'd say those two events, the Black History Month March and then the Mr. and Miss Black um, OSU pageant. So with all of these different experiences that you've had over the past few years from the events that you are planning out for this month and also just in the past, is there any change or is there anything at OSU or just in general as a Texan here in Oklahoma and whatnot, because you've been here long enough, you can sure you can have an opinion about how you feel living in Oklahoma and whatnot Mm -hmm. in this general area. What changes, or is there any changes at all that you wouldn't do here? Just on campus or, like, just in Oklahoma? We can start off just on campus. On campus. And if you want to go into further as Oklahoma as a whole, we can do that too. Okay. I'd say one thing that I would try to refrain from doing here on OSU's campus is protesting. And I say this because in the past, you know, we go back to, you know, slavery or, you know, even after slavery, when life was just blatantly racist back in the 60s and 70s, you know what I'm saying, segregation. And we had Martin Luther King's, we had the Malcolm X's. It's it's very hard to keep trying when you keep getting knocked down. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like protesting is just one of those things where white people see it as like, oh, no, that's bad. Or, oh, no, I'm scared of when pe- when they hear protest. You know what I'm saying? They hear mm-hmm. violence or maybe that's mm-hmm. um, just a term when they hear they get afraid. And it's like to us, you know, as black folks, the ones that's being targeted 
of course, that's, you know, we're going to feel like, oh, well, we're protesting. We're trying to stand up for what's right. But the white people, it may come off like, oh, dang, like I'm scared. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, staying united, like we're not here to make you scared. We're not here to make you, what you call it, uh, be afraid of us. I feel like the whole point of it is whenever we have like marches or peaceful walks, it's like we're trying to give out the positive narrative as like we can stand up for what we believe in, but like it's not a violent it's not a violent thing. You don't have to think about whenever you hear protests, it's like, oh yeah, I hear police, I hear um people fighting. No. Mm. Um, I'm trying to get rid of that narrative. So to answer your question when you were saying, is there anything I would refrain from doing, me personally, it would be protest because I feel there's always a negative type of aura when something That comes when it happens. Yes. Okay. So that's why we say march or peaceful a walk. walk. Okay. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because Stand United is an activist group, you know? Right. So we stand up for students. We stand up for certain, not certain groups. We stand up for all groups on campus. We don't mm-hmm. just say, oh, no, this is a black organization. We're only standing up for the black people here. No. Yeah. We're, we're the student organization that's supposed to stand up for all students on campus. I gotcha. Yes. And sorry if I kind of went everywhere in the beginning, but I was trying to give you the background of Stand United, you know, right. also what type of group we are, what type of student org we are first, mm-hmm. and then kind of get deeper. I gotcha. Sorry. No, that's totally okay. <laughs> sorry about that. No, it's okay, because you're talking about from where you see things and from a standpoint. I love to hear that yeah. because – you came here, like you chose this school to come here and whatnot. So your opinion is just as valid as anyone who was born and raised here, or it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And there's things that I feel that you can see that people that have been here are become numb to, or they turn their blinders on. Yeah, because it's just I don't know. It's already hard being black coming to a predominantly white institution, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's like, you know, from the clothes I wear to the way I do my hair to my head wraps, you know, to going into class. I just I'd had a little self celebration the other day. Um, I was telling my mom. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, one of my majors is political science. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, going through political science classes in college is very difficult going to a predominantly white institution. You might be the only black person. You may be the only student uh, person of color um, in the class. And so me personally, whenever like a professor asks a question in class from one of my law classes, mm-hmm. I'm not going to answer. You know, like yeah, <laughs> my first yeah. thought is I'm not answering that. Me personally, I get very nervous in those settings. Like I've always grew up around all people, you know, black, white, Hispanic. But it was a culture shock coming to OSU because I see mostly white people. And so I may get nervous to answer a question or I may get nervous to, you know, talk to my partner about classwork. But just the other day, for the first time in about two years, Mm -hmm. like I spoke for the first time in one of my law classes. And shout out to Professor Bird in my administrative law class. Um, (laughs) As soon as I raised my hand, she called on me immediately. She was like, yeah, Zaria, what do you have to say? And I was like, it really just felt good to even talk um, because we were on the topic of voting in college students. So, of course, that is a very um, touchy subject. So, but yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Rambled, but. That is okay. No, I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. 
So is there anything that you wish to see in the future or after you leave OSU that you would love to hear about or hear to happen after you leave here? More work with the diversity programs here on campus, for sure. For sure. In what ways? All of them. All? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of them, for sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like OSU, you know, they're definitely trying. I can give that to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they, are de- they are definitely making an effort to... Of course, raise uh, awareness for diversity, celebrate diversity, try to bring inclusion here on campus. It just needs it needs some work. Needs some work. Yeah. yeah. We definitely need some work, but they're trying. How has the Center for Africana Studies helped you? When did you start going there, and how has it been since you started going there? Oh, where do I start? That's that's like what the second or third home. What? Yeah, really? um, <laughs> oh, you know, um, it's like for me. Okay, first, I'm sorry. Your first question was when did I start going? So, we're in spring of 2024. Uh-huh. I want to say I started going in fall of 2023. Gotcha. Fall of 2023. So I got a year and a half in there. And the Africana Study Center is like a second or third home. Everybody knows that um, I'm very, very busy. So it's like if I'm not at school, then I'm at work. And if I'm not at work, you know, I'm doing something else. But throughout my day, at least last semester and the semester before, I spend a lot of my free time in the center mm-hmm. getting to know everybody. Shout out to Miss Karen if she's going to if she if you're listening. Miss Karen took me in. We always call her auntie or we call her uh, the cool granny, but we love Miss Karen. The center has helped me in a lot of ways, especially like just being more social. Um, growing up, I was always an introvert. Like I wasn't going to talk to you unless you talk to me. (laughs) Um, but going to the center every day, like it's not going to be the same people in there every day. Right. You're not always going to see your best friend or, you know, your friend Sarah or something. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be different people in there. So going to the center every day, it's like, you got to know how to talk to people. You got to know how to approach someone, you know, it's teaching you social skills. Yeah. So the center has helped me definitely with, you know, being more of an extrovert and also just managing my time really? because <laughs> uh, like I said it's a second or third home and it's like you can go in there you know thinking okay I'm trying to get these notes done and watch a video but you know you go in there and you see all your friends you know and it's you like <laughs> it's do. like then you get to having a good conversation right but yeah. then it's like dang, I was also supposed to get my nose done, you know? And I tell my friends that all the time now because they're like, Z, we don't see you. And it's like, it's because, you know, when I go to the center, it's like I'm there to have a good time. I want to socialize. I want to talk. Yeah. But when I have work to do, it's like, okay, I need to go to the library, fourth floor, where it's quiet. Where it's quiet, (laughs) yeah. That's the best floor. Where it's quiet and I can, you know, focus and stuff. Um, So I love the Africana Study Center. Um. It's helped me in a lot of ways. I've made a lot of new connections. Met a lot of, you know, freshmen, sophomore, mm-hmm. you know, and then a couple of uh, upperclassmen as well. But the center is amazing. And shout out to Sovereign Nations as well. Um, there's mm-hmm. there The Sovereign Nation Center is right across the hall from uh, the Africana Study Center, and their center is great and welcoming as well. It is, absolutely. 
So is there any last things that you would like to for anyone to hear or any events or anything that you just want people to know? Yeah, let let me help help the people out. Okay. Um All right, so, help us out. Okay, so I'm very, very involved in the black and multicultural community here on campus. Shout out some of the uh, black organizations. So you have the Black Student Association, the Freshman Action Team, a part of uh, the Black Student Association, NAACP, the Mail Initiative, Minority, and then some of the multicultural orgs. You have the Minority Women's Association, OK State State United, then, of course, like your Hispanic Student Association, Native American Student Association, um, Asian American Student Association, the list goes on. Um, so, mm-hmm. but another way to keep up with all of this, you know, the multicultural orgs to see what events are they having, when are their general body meetings, is campus life. Campus life <laughs> is very useful. Campus life has access to all of the student organizations on campus, their current presidents, who's their treasurers, all of the details. Mm-hmm. And so that's another good another good tool to figure out what's going on in the multicultural community as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Well, Azaria, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. You are insanely busy. You, you have a lot going on, and I appreciate you taking the time to come to us and talking to us because you have very insightful and just honestly just a very great worldview and a view of just LSU in general that everyone needs to know. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to Azaria for joining me today. You can follow the Center for Africana Studies on Instagram and Facebook at OK State African Studies. And you can follow the College of Arts and Sciences at OK State Cast. Thanks for listening.